Okay, let's begin. Baruch Hashem. Another day. We're blessed to be alive. Blessed to be able to make decisions and able to start new. The beauty of, of a morning, the beauty of going to sleep and getting up is the ability to, to start fresh and to move forward in your life and no matter what happened yesterday whatever happened in your past till now right, a person has the ability to, to begin again and to start fresh and to start new and the, the place where we're starting from Baruch Hashem is Chafetz Chaim a daily companion we're on, day, we're on page 28 day 14 where we know one of the most important things, especially as we've been speaking for Elul and Rosh Hashanah, is the union of, of, of judging Lekavschus as Yom Hadin is uh, coming closer and closer. As Mayor mentioned yesterday, uh, that's why Din V'Cheshven, Din comes before Cheshven, because your Cheshven is going to be based on how you judge other people. If you come to Rosh Hashanah judging the last couple weeks, and you come, or the last year you come, you say, I want to judge everybody favorably, and I judge everyone, Latov, and I see all the good. So then whatever you come to Hashem, whatever you come to Hashem, you could have one person who, 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 has, who has one Avera. Right? You have a guy who has one Avera. And, and uh, he judges people negatively. So, but he has this one Avera. That's all he has is one Avera. So Hashem will say, this guy's got one Avera. He's in trouble. And you can have a guy who has thousands of Averas. But what does he do? He judges everybody favorably. So he's in better shape. He's in better shape, a guy with thousands of Averas, but he judges favorably. Why? Because he comes to court and they're like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll give him a good deal. But a guy who has even one Avera, right? It's like I've, I've always said when it comes to Shaduchim. Right? I've always said you're dating a girl and she's got a lot of problems, right? And then you're dating another girl and she doesn't have... She has one problem. So you say, L'chaira, you would, you would want to marry the girl with one problem. So I say, nope, it's not true. Right? It's nothing to do with how many problems she has or how many problems you have. They want to work oh, right? And the same thing with a guy. Right? You can have a guy who has a hundred problems, but he wants to work on himself. Big deal. So he's got thousands of problems. What a big deal. He'll work through it. You have a guy with one problem, and he's stuck on that one problem. It's the same thing. Same exact thing. So says the Chavetz Chaim. Right? What happens when we speak Lashon Hara, then what happens is it causes machlokas. It causes people to not like each other. He brings, there's an example, I mean, it's not from the Chavetz Chaim, but they bring an example, right? The president of a school is not happy with the executive director's efforts in an unsuccessful school function. They had a school function, and the president of the, of the school says, I'm not happy with the way my, my executive director handled it. So he conveys his feelings to a board member who relates this conversation to the executive director. You know that's a problem, right? That's Rechilus 101, right? The executive director responds and he says, he said that the event was a failure because of me, right? He's the one who never uh, showed up to the meetings, whatever it is, right? So the board member wastes no time in reporting his response, so he goes back to the president. 
telling the president, oh, you know what the executive director says. President says, right, they're going back and forth. Oh, well, the reason I never came to the meetings is because he never called me, blah, blah, blah. Okay, whatever it is. Before anyone realizes what's happening, right, there becomes a big machlokas between the president and the executive director. All why? Because of this one statement that this board member made to the, to the president. Right? The, that's it. So the Chavaz Chaim teaches, when someone speaks Lashon Hara or Rechilas, it very, very possibly will bring out a machlokas between two people. Okay. Um, then he says another thing that's very, very important. He says, people tend to base their own... Um, he's talking about onaz dvarim, people, people verbally abusing other people. Right? That how, how painful it is um, like we always say, sometimes it could be even more than physical abuse, right? The line of sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never harm me is a lie. It's not true, right? It could be that it's even worse than sticks and stones. It could be somebody who's verbally abused uh, can, especially if your love language is words of affirmation, if that's how you connect to love is by words, and your father or your mother or your brother or your sister or your your, your spouse or your whoever it is, right, was shooting arrows of negative words to you. So, of course, that's going to hurt you very, very deeply. So he says, Onaz um, Tavarim comes in various forms. Oh, he says actually over here, the Torah tells us that, it, that hurting someone and talking Lashon Hara is prohibited as much as sitting down to a lavish meal of lobster and shrimp. Onaz Dvarim comes in various forms, which means verbal abuse. Chavetz Chaim discusses the case of a person who reminds someone of his unpleasant past. It is not that there are any particular elements of a person's history that one may not mention. Any comment which may cause embarrassment or hurt someone's feelings it could be a past family problem. It could be a demeaning job. It's considered onos dvarim. If the speaker said these hurtful words to others in the subject's presence, then he also transgressed the commandment against Russian hara. Meaning, if he's saying it right like this, if you're sitting with somebody and there's someone else listening, and you tell that person, ah, yeah. You're, you can't hold down a job. So besides the fact that you verbally abused the guy, right? Not, not only did you whack the guy in the head, you know, very hard, but you also told Lush and Hara because the guy is right there next to you. The speaker said, right? After all, what could be more damaging to a person's self-image when someone exposes his faults and weaknesses in front of somebody, right? It's very painful. Right? Nobody likes to be stripped um, of and, and to be seen in a negative light. Question, comments? Unbelievable. How blessed we are to have the Chavetz Chaim. Question, comments, please? Right? That's a, that's a true comment. Wow. Yeah? You heard what he said? In the case with the board members, yeah. what was supposed to do? I mean, like, 
if you know that the a director that has an issue so it depends how you you're talking about if you regardless it would be a machlokes clearly or clashing clearly not what's your question how someone that knows the situation how would he right so you're asking let's say you talk I have two people who who are not getting along or he's not happy with him and yeah. you're aware of the situation how do you how do you go about it right so you definitely so let's first start about right 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 exactly so we definitely know yeah and and Bobby's asking a very good question because it does happen when you work with people and you work with a lot of people and their problems there's a problem with this guy where this guy is upset at this person so you have to be very careful how to make shalom how to how to bring people together, how when you're giving over, right? I, just, I, I literally, I'm not joking, I literally had this uh, yesterday. I, I can't get into too, too much detail. Um, I have to be careful how I say it because, you know, I don't want anyone to really understand the, uh, but basically, um, it, it was a situation where, where somebody's doing something for, for, for the yeshiva and, and they didn't want this person who I put to deal with them to be the person dealing with it. They, they were clashing. So I, so I had to give over that information to the person to say they, they, didn't, they don't want you to. So that would cause, that could be rechilas, because I could say they're not, right? So as I was giving it over, I was being very, very careful, saying, no, 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 you know, you know I, I didn't make it like, oh, they think this about you. I didn't make it like a, you know, I try, I was very, very self-conscious to give over the information, in a, you know, you know, in a, in a positive way. Not, you know, like, no, you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do, you know, not as opposed to, oh, yeah, the person, uh, if, if you give it over, you know, and you, you daven, Tashem, and, and the person knows that you're not trying to cause a fight between the two people and you're just trying to, you know, explain certain things and bring things to the table and you do it openly and you talk things out usually that you know and you bring the two people together and you're you're open with the people you know as opposed to just saying oh yeah that person thinks you're uh, incompetent you know whatever it is yeah is that you try yeah you be careful and you try and be positive and you you could also say I'm not trying to hurt the person the person likes you the person this you know you do as best as you can yeah, anyone else? Okay. Hashem should help each and every one of us. Should be Zoha to have the ability to forgive people. Should be Zoha to have the ability to see the good and to love everyone. To to um, be able to see, as uh, Ben said yesterday, to see the good in ourselves, which helps us see the good in others. And through that will be Zoha that when we're standing in Yom Adin, that we'll be a person who everything that we see and all the people we interact with, we're like, yeah, we're forgiving, we're, we're Bali Chesed, we have Rachmanis, we see the good. So then Hashem will do the same to us. And I'll say, okay, look, this person, that's how he lives. That's how he lives. Not only that, they say that that's how a person is judged. You know that. They said, Yad Kol Bo. When the Sanatayim says everybody signs, signs your destinies. They say, what's the pshat? Like, like Nasan Anavi and, and David Amalek. What happens? Hashem always, to judge, to, to have a punishment come to you, 
but to have consequences come to you, Hashem always makes you the judge of yourself. So what does He do? What does Hashem do? Hashem brings a, a, a circumstance that you actually did yourself. You don't realize this. You did it. And then He puts two people and He puts a situation for you to judge that circumstance. And when you judge, you say, ah, oh, that guy, oh, that guy's a, a, you know, a lowlife. That guy's a selfish pig. That guy's a, a blah, 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 blah. And who are you talking about? You're talking about yourself. Hashem sets up the situation that you're actually the judge of yourself. Because it's, 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 that's how Hashem makes it work. So when a person goes ahead and every situation he sees, he's like, ah, <laughs> that's great, that guy probably this, that guy probably that, that guy probably that. So ultimately, you're giving yourself the, the positive judgment. Yeah, it's very powerful. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We could only see good, only love Jews more and more and more. Every day we'll, we'll love our uh, fellow, fellow Yidin more and more and more and more, our, our families, our family members, the people closest to us, will love them, they'll love us, us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Okay, question, comments before we begin? Ms. Silsi Sharm. Okay. Yes. days for spending hours on like, oh, how does a person deal with the situation if their supervisor is like incompetent in a certain way? Like you can't just go and tell somebody that somebody else is like struggling with something. Yeah. Maybe it's not like your place to, um, to do that. Maybe you don't have all that like, information. Mm-hmm. So you, yeah, so you see that like, you know, some culture came. Yeah. Okay. The world that we did. Ah. <laughs> Right? Right? Beautiful. Shoot, Mikey. Come, come closer. Come, get the pen. Come on, Mike. Go, Mayor. What? Come on, Mikey. You got it out. Let's see. Gabby, help him with the notes. Like you say, he's going to come this morning. He's going to get a notebook and a pen. And he's. Mom, there's so short that you did. That's it, Mikey. That's it. Okay, so here we go. Where do we leave off? We're talking about we're talking about life over here, right? That uh, that most people People get distracted, right, especially if you're quote-unquote smart, you have brain power, so you're not going to spend time learning Musser and thinking about life. Right? You've got you to gotta learn, you've got to move on. You've got you to gotta spend your time in, in, uh, in whatever it might be, whether it's uh, learning more Gemara, whether it's uh, Lahavdal, right, going 
going to work, going to college. But he says, but those when you see someone actually dealing with his right, someone goes, someone says, oh, I'm going to a, a therapist. I'm going to speak to somebody about my problems. I'm going to understand my relationships better. So you're like, okay, when you finish that, then you'll get that out of the way. Then you'll come back to being a, a, a regular person. No, no. Exactly. He says, told us No. To think that it's a luxury for a person to have a good relationship with his wife. To think that it's a luxury to be a good father. To think it's a luxury. Mike, are you writing? What are you writing? Good, we're good. So, yeah. To think that it's a luxury. Right? To, I, I say this all the time. To get up in the morning and to be excited about your day is not, I think it got on the quote chat, is not a luxury. To get up in the morning and to feel good about yourself, you can't look at that in your life as a luxury. That has to be a necessity in your life. A necessity. Oh, yom and simcha. Has to be a, 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 you came in a great line, you know, we're saying it's not a luxury. It's not a luxury to wake up in the morning excited about having a great day and creating the day. That's a necessity. That's the way life has to be. Mikey, you got that? You wrote that one down? Beautiful. That's, that, that's what life is. People think, oh, okay, what is it? It's a luxury. Really, uh, right, Mazel tov, he's engaged. Okay, start rolling your eyes. Okay, good, uh, good, good luck. Good luck on that. Oh, I'm married this amount of years. Like, oh, wow, I don't know how I made it, right? No. Not interested. That's not the life. That's not the life that you want to live. Oh, I gotta go to work. I can't wait till I retire. What are you crazy? What are you nuts? That's that's what life's about. Life's about. I can't wait till 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 uh. Can't wait till the kids are out of the house. Can't wait till uh. Okay, you guys are right. You guys can't wait till the kids are in the house. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you get to my stage, right? Can't wait till... Okay. Can't wait till Sukkot's being his Can't wait till Sukkot's being his Right, correct. Can't wait till this. No. It's not how you want to live your life. <laughs> you want to live your life that every day you're waking up in the morning. Oh, so someone's going to say, oh, but how do I do that? It's hard. Okay. That's what we're learning. So we're trying to, trying to figure it out. Oh, let's see. Sadiq. So he says, what happens? You'll like what we're, what we're exactly where we're, we're talking about. We're talking about... We're talking about... Yes? That it's my birthday today, Rabbi said. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> Rabbi T, they say, right? They're the two most important days of your life. The day you were born... And the day that you realize why you were born. Wow. So my humble blessing, right, B'fnei, all of us here, is that, Baruch Hashem, we know it's a blessing. To have Tzvi Sklar in the world is only a blessing for everybody. Only a blessing. So we have to thank your mother or your father. We thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for putting you on this world. But my humble blessing is Hashem should help. That, uh, that just like your birthday is a time of renewal and, and dedication of your life, so to the, the second part, 
which is to realize clearly this is my purpose. There's no greater the malachim. Why are the malachim in good shape? Why are the malachim always running? Malachim are always doing and doing and doing. Why? Because they're on a mission. They're on a mission. And that's why the malachim don't have two, right? right? That's the, we all know. A malach doesn't have two things. He's got one thing he's got to do. Stay. What is Rabbi Tzvi's favorite line? Stay, stay in your lane. So Hashem should help you be like a malach. Be like a malach where you know your mission. You know why you're born. And through that you'll just break through whatever you got to break through. Oh, happy birthday. Shkod for sharing. That's a necessity. And what a person wants to try and do is he wants to figure it out. Now, it's very, it's very typical, very normal for a person not to feel that way. It's very, because what happens when you're not going ahead, like the Masil Sharm says, when a person is not in his, in his main thing, when a person is not focused on the most important thing. So what does he do? What does he do? He just figures out how to, how to get my job, how to do my learning, how to check off a checklist of the things that I'm supposed to do, what I should, should do. That's what I should do. And then, as we were saying the other day, then you're left with, 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 with a, a, a lack of the most important things in your life. You don't have the relationships that you want. You don't feel good about yourself. You're not excited. Why? Because you've been so busy in the thick of thin things. You're so busy running around just trying to please other people, trying to fit into the system, trying to do all these other things. And then you wonder that you wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, my, what's my life? Who am I? What am I? What's going on? And then of course, what's included in that is all the uh, gadgets and all of the, you know, the, the vices, and all the escapes, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem, I'm saying Baruch Hashem because everything's good. But Hashem blessed our generation with distract, the biggest distraction in the world. You can be distracted all day from the most important thing in your life. And that's what the world is selling. The world is selling distractions. And, and what that does to a person is it beats down a person. A person says, I can't sit there and have a relationship with the people who I want to have a relationship with. And the Zil Sharm says very clearly, I'll actually say the words and then we'll get to you, Ben. I'm sure you'll give us a quote from one of the books you're reading or three of the books you're reading. He'll give us a nice, uh, yeah, am I right? Chetzi, chetzi. Right? Ben always has amazing things to say. Just give me one second. Because the Masil Sharm says very, very clearly, he says that that Hakadosh Baruch Hu, God, 
is a, a relationship. He says, Kigam hu, I'm in Perak Yud Ches and Chasidus, a page in, anyone who wants to see it inside, if you don't believe me, I didn't make this up. It says, Kigam hu misug ha'ohavim. Hashem is another relationship. So if you're failing in relationships with yourself, you're failing in relationships with your parents, you're failing in relationships with your spouse, with your children, with people, you've got to challenge and question yourself. You have to ask yourself, why aren't I getting up in the morning smiling? It doesn't mean that you have to be, wake up in the morning. Some kids naturally or some people naturally wake up and uh, they have that, you know, things are easier. And other people might have more of a negative, negative look at things. Okay, first figure out which one God gave you. Which family did God put you in? And then figure out how I can live my life properly and how I can live my life where I'm happy, where I'm, where I'm you know, skipping and whistling and, and, uh, and living that life. And if you're not, okay, call it what it is. Say I'm not. Say I'm not. And how do I change that? Yes, Ben. Oh. Mikey, you with us? You're writing amazing. amazing. Look at Mikey. Let me see. I can't even see. Unbelievable, Yeah, I was saying should. I was. You were saying should, but you weren't. I was saying, <laughs> I was saying that the world, the world of should. I'm not going to get into it now. We're not going to have a, a discussion about it, right? The wor- world of should is the world of. Oh, uh, this is what I should be doing. No, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to live my life. Is that, is, that, is that guilt? Should is filled with guilt and shame. All these things. I'm not. No, I'm. I'm, I'm, getting up, I'm getting up for chakras, not because I should get up for chakras. I'm getting up for chakras because I want to get up for chakras. I'm getting up early, not because, oh, you should be doing this. Nah. No, I want to do that. Oh, I don't want to go jogging and, and be healthy and that because I should. I want to be doing that. I want to be living like that. I want to be happy. Should is a should? Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, and the second thing is you're being a Oh, see, now Then hundreds of years ago, you were able to see that a lot of times, what's the problem is people lose track that this world is just the journey and the next is the destination. You start to view this world as the final destination, that's where the problems come. And then also, if Peter Pat says something, kind of elaborate on that a bit, that the destination is what gives the journey meaning. Right. So if we lose track that the exactly. next world is really the destination, and we lose sight of the destination, then it takes away the meaning from this world. Beautiful. Amazing. 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 Ben, you're an inspiration. You inspire me. Okay. Now, we'll, we'll, we'll end off with this, this last piece that the Mitzil Sharm says, which is so powerful. He says... He said, Dover Pasha Milsudoy Ramila in the Inus Ravadaite, 
it's hard for us to understand what what it is to 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 be like this, right? Especially when we're especially when we're um, we're in a, a uh, environment. If you're in an environment and people around you talk a certain way and they prioritize certain things, so you're more or less you're a victim. Like we said yesterday, you're a victim to your environment, and it's very very hard. It's very very hard for a person when when all he hears is negative things about this and negative things about this and life is like this and there are certain um, laws that a person thinks exist in his life. You know, this is the way marriage is going to be. This is the way making a living is going to be. And this is what you heard at your dinner table, at your breakfast table, at your, your life. And then you go into your, you know, the from culture and this is the way everything is. It's almost like very mm-hmm. difficult to break out of, of, of that. Right? If someone expects and saw his father and his mother and sees his rebellion and sees his teachers and sees a whole culture living you know, a certain way, sometimes it's very hard to break out of that because you can't even imagine something better. That's why people love, that's why Hollywood is so popular. Why? Because you're, you're, you, know, you, you watch something and it's like, wow. This is what I want things to be. Even though that's one big fat lie also. That's also fake. So a person is so stuck. And he's like, okay, so how am I going to live my life? It's very difficult. It's very difficult. Very, very difficult. A person needs to be very strong. A person needs to, to surround himself with healthy people. Like they say, Sheker is Kuf, Reish, and Shin, which are all together. Kuf, Reish, and Shin are letters together. Sheker. All those letters are together. If you're looking for Sheker, it's all over the place bunched together. It's very easy to find Sheker. MS is Aleph, Mem, Tuf are the farthest from each other. The letters that are the farthest from each other. You want to find MS, you're going to find one over there. You're going to find one over there. You've got to look for it. You've got to search for it. You've got to be dedicated to find the truth. It's very, very, very difficult for a person. That's what the Masil Sharm says. And he says there's another piece, one more piece, he says. He says, he says if a person doesn't spend in loyasoban, if a person goes ahead and, and, um, and does not work, he says, Yira, Ahava, Taras, Alev, Hasidus, all of these things we're talking about are not things that you can just accomplish without working. This is where it gets difficult. For example, going to sleep. You don't have to work on going to sleep. Getting up. You don't have to work on getting up. Someone might say, okay, I might have to work up getting up early. But your body naturally wakes up. You don't have to work on being tired. You don't have to work on being hungry. You don't have to work on being satisfied when you eat. You don't have to work on right normal things. You don't have to work on that. You don't have to work on going to eat lunch. You don't have to work on tithes, hopefully. Otherwise, there's something wrong with you if you have to work on those. Those are natural things. But to become somebody, he says, however, he says, to accomplish, he says, not only does it take so much to work on having a good relationship, to work on having Yiras Hashem, 
to work on having a relationship with learning. People say, oh, learning's not for me. Okay, learning's not for you. You're right, it's not for you. You have to work on it. You don't have to say, oh, ice cream. I have to work on liking ice cream. You don't have to work on liking ice cream. You have to work on, on uh, you know, tithes. Those are natural things. But something that's so valuable, something that's so purpose, um, uh, you know, focused on your purpose in life, you have to work so hard to get there. And not only do you have to work for it, there are many things that push against you. That's what he says. As he's going to say in the first parak, there's only the introduction. As he says in the first parak, the greatest war that a person is going to wage is everything we're talking about now. Not speaking Lashon Hara. Seeing the good in people. Having a good marriage. Being a good father. Being a good Jew. Not giving into your Yitzhahara. Being someone who's healthy. Being someone who works on himself. Those are things that need constant, 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 constant growth. Constant, constant, constant battle. And the day that you stop doing it, the two days you stop doing it, the week that you stop doing it, what happens? You already start slipping. You already start slipping. Question, comments, and then we'll wrap up. Yeah, let's hear. Binyamin Simcha, come on. Share. He's, he's waiting for a big one. Come on, Binyamin. I'm sure you have thoughts. You're good. So let's say, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I have here from, from learning from whatever class that. Uh, from our when? What? He's not, sure. he's not sure if it's from last year or the year before or the year before or the year before. So, uh, Unbelievable. So. That, that Rivi, um on that piece about things that are naturally, you know, like at the forefront of your mind and things that are not. So that Rivi explained that that the things that aren't naturally at the forefront, so it's usually because like the Sahara is usually trying to do things to keep it away from the uh, forefront, and therefore if you don't want to do anything to bring it to the front, so then it's not going to come to the front. And then I have your Rebbe's line that if you change nothing, so then nothing will change. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Wow. Amazing. Correct, correct. Meaning you, meaning you have to, you're responsible. See, one of, the, one of the hardest things is that you're responsible to prioritize this. That's number one. And if you don't prioritize it, it's not going to be a priority. And then even after you prioritize it, you then got to keep it a priority, and you have to make sure that all the things that are coming against you, you're pushing away. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi? Yeah, no, I think what Ben uh, was saying about the destination, it's something that I've been thinking about a lot through the Dafyami, as I mentioned yesterday, that if, if the destination and the goal of a person is to have a good relationship with his wife, then if it comes to a place that you want to yell at her or get upset, is it helping me to get to the goal? And, and if the answer is no, then it, no one cares if you're right or wrong. And in everything, whatever the goal is, so you keep on reminding, my goal is to wake up for chakras, so what does it matter if I'm tired? It doesn't matter. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Go ahead. Good. Mikey, what do you say, Mikey? Let's end this off, Mikey. Okay. Well, I'm not going to be <laughs>
Well, you're here, Mikey. Amazing. The reason I'm, I keep on mentioning Mikey is because he, it, Mikey's an inspiration. Why? Because last night, I could share a little bit. It's too late, right? He's going to say no. What I'm saying? No, we were talking last night, and Mikey, we were talking with the Olam. Mikey says, I want to be Machai. He wants to, he says, well, come to Ms. Hills Yisharim. He's been coming. He's working. He's working on himself. He's going to come with a notebook and write. It's unbelievable. You wrote, you read that book? You read, you read some of the... Okay, you read 10 pages. Unbelievable. Mikey, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. Huh? Yeah, right? That's it. Correct. Hashem should help us all. We should all be Zoha to, to, to have, have the focus and have the goals and remind ourselves of what, what's important, to remind ourselves what life is about because we can get swept up into, into just the, the busyness of life. We could get swept up as we're going to learn more in the Masils Yisharim that that's one of the Mafside Zahiras is that I'm busy, I'm just too busy and I have my daily schedule so therefore I'm not able to take care of what's important for me and what, what's a priority. Hashem should help us and don't worry about your past. That's always something that can drag a person down. If he's living in his past He's thinking about what was. He's thinking about what I didn't accomplish. He's thinking about who I think I am as opposed to creating yourself, creating what it is that you want. And it's a journey. I think that's, that's the chizik. It takes time. It takes time. It takes people time to get to where they want to get to. Don't be discouraged if you're excited as, as Rabbi Tzvi is talking as he's doing the, the dafyomi Right? It takes seven and a half. It takes a long, long time, day in, day out. But when you keep your focus on what it is that you want, as we've said many times from the Chidush Rim, that it took him 16 years to work on seeing the good in a person. 16 years. So it's not just, okay, he accomplished it after 16 years. It's the fact that he was willing to continue and to continue and to continue that journey. So Hashem will help each and every one of us it's amazing to be together, especially during Elul. Elul is a very opportune time, and a very uh, inspirational time to change, to grow. Hashem will help each and every one of us to smash our rearview mirrors. Don't look at your past. Don't worry about your past. Live today the way you want to live today. Create the day that you want to create. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Shkoch.